Aw, come on, Alex, I tell you everything. At least give me the number, Karen pleaded. 799 million, Alex said as Karen nearly passed out. Plus, I have it in an interest-bearing account on center, earning a comfortable, out-of-imperial-reach tax-free 6.5% annually. So far, my account there is up to 1.7 billion credits, he said, as he had to catch his sister when she fainted. She woke up a few seconds later, leaned up and kissed him tenderly on the cheek. Did I ever tell you how much I loved you? She said with a giggle. He smirked at her and helped her to her feet. Walking up to the admin counter, Alex showed the girl at the desk his card key, which she took and scanned. Bernard Jameson? She asked, looking at Alex and smiling. No, he was my father. My name is Alex Carlson. I inherited his ship. Has the holding note been paid? He asked as the girl did a quick check on the ship's status. Yes, there is currently no hold on your vessel, Mr. Carlson. You're free to go any time. Your ship, a Comercant, is on Pad 14, she said with a smile. Alex smiled back, thinking how cute she was, and asked her for directions to the ship. Go out those doors and hire a star cab. They'll drive you to the ship's pad, she said, still smiling at him. Alex gave her a wink, retrieved his keycard, and turned to Karen. Ready for a rough-and-tumble life as a ship on sis? he said, turning Karen around and heading her for the exit indicated by the girl at the desk. Ship owner? Me? I'm only sixteen, remember? I don't know anything about space other than that it's out there and you can't breathe it, she said with a smile, as they walked outside and over to the star cab stand. A golf cart-sized cab rolled up to them and they got in. The driver, barely Karen's age himself, looked at Alex and then smiled to Karen. She blushed. What pad? he said, smiling to Karen. Alex grinned, then started laughing. Karen looked at him and growled. He only laughed harder as the driver tried to make sense of it all. He asked again. Sir, what pad? He said, taking his eyes off of Karen's tits and looking back at Alex. Pad 14, Alex said as the driver turned around and began to drive. Alex leaned over and whispered into her ear, If you get any more nipply, I'll leave you here with him. She sat bolt upright with an offended look on her face. He just laughed. The cart stopped a short time later in front of a comercant, painted to look like a starfield, all black with little silver dots, that were supposed to be stars. Nice camouflage. Does it really work out in space? Karen asked as Alex paid the driver. And he, giving another glance at Karen, who now had her arms folded over her chest and her tongue sticking out at him, took the credits offered and drove away, laughing loudly. Alex walked up to the ship's main cargo ramp and slotted his keycard into the port next to it. The door opened with a slight hiss, and the ramp lowered to the ground. The stench of burnt wires and heat-stressed steel greeted them. Karen blanched while Alex felt almost at home. Now it doesn't, unless all they have to look for you with are their eyes. So, shall we go meet Bernard's first girl? He said as Karen pouted. Yeah, I guess, she sighed as they walked up the ramp and into the ship. Alex, having a grudging familiarity with Comercants, walked aft into engineering to the pair of lifts that sat along the wall that separated the hyperdrives from the main drives. Where do they go? Karen asked as he got onto one and motioned for her to do the same. Bridge and captain's quarters, Alex said as he pushed the level two button. The lift rose effortlessly, sliding quietly to a stop on the bridge. Alex strode across the bridge, noting a few changes that marked this ship as different from the other comicants he had been aboard. For one thing, the navigator's console, which also had readouts for the engineer, was showing a much higher readout for the reactor, usually indicative of a fusion rather than fission reactor. The other thing he noticed was that the navigator also had a joystick for controlling the ship's weapons. They both stopped at the captain's stateroom door as he slotted his card. Well, a moment of truth, he said, 
Karen looked apprehensive as the door slid open and they both stepped in. The captain's cabin was luxuriously appointed with thick carpeting and an ornate desk made of what looked like cherry or mahogany. Off in one corner of the room, set way away from everything else, sat a huge pile of silk and satin pillows, filling an area of twenty square feet, to a depth, Alex would later find out, of four feet. But what was lying on top of the pillows had Alex and Karen both shocked and mesmerized. Alex, what is that? Karen said, her voice a hushed whisper. She was looking at the small form of a person. Well, at least she thought she was a person, sleeping peacefully on the pillows. The person in question lying on the pillows wasn't facing the doors, but was breathing softly, indicating that she was indeed fast asleep. Alex moved closer as Karen stood her ground, bent over and examined Cigna. Her entire body was covered in a sleek, soft fur, tan in color, with cream spots on her belly and parts of her face. She had a short, one-meter-long tail, ears on top of her...